Welcome to the JMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actively participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? Today, we continue our journey through this series entitled When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. Our identity as a child of God is deeper than the name that is on our birth certificate. It's deeper than our personality, our sexuality, our physicality, our likes and our dislikes, our behaviors, our ethnicities, our gifting, our passions, the relationships we have and the relationships that we don't have. You see, when we understand the adoption that we get to have through the Son, by the power of the Holy Spirit, everything changes. You see, who we are in Christ speaks to the depthness of our needs in Christ. Who we are in Christ speaks to the depthness of our need to be in Christ. You see, every human has these needs, this need for belonging, for security, for understanding, for purpose, for significance, for love. And these are all things that can only be fully experienced in Christ. When we look to be finding those things outside of our relationship with him in the context of a family of believers, we are living in a distortion. Now, I'm not here to preach a sermon on identity. Instead, I want to speak to you within this subject of when God says no. You see, because understanding who we are in Christ is so foundational in the ways that you and I are going to be able to navigate through this suffering well. Theologically, there are two kingdoms in this world. There is one that is passing away and there is one that is coming into fruition. This kingdom that is coming into fruition has been ushered through Jesus Christ the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. You see, but there's this other kingdom that we live in that, oh, we know so well. And in that kingdom that we live in, that we know so well, there is a ruler, there is an ant, and not, how do I say that? It isn't that the enemy is on the same playing field as God. He isn't. He's on the same playing field as an angel because he's a fallen angel. There's no competition between God and Satan. However, as we see in the scriptures, Satan has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And he is very meticulous in how he goes about these things. And the reality is for you and I, that have been given a no, the enemy wants to enter into that space and kill, steal, and destroy us. 
he will do this in so many different ways but i also believe one of those ways is with this understanding of who we are this question of identity is key you see the enemy can use our experience of with pain and suffering to put blockage between our ability to receive the love, the forgiveness, the acceptance, the understanding, the security, all these needs that we have as a human. The enemy can use our pain and our suffering to almost lie to us, actually not almost, to lie to us and say that those things cannot be found in Christ. And the ultimate example of that is the pain and the suffering that you and I are going through through our no, meaning for you and I, the ultimate example of this hindrance is in the very reality of the life that you and I have to live within this no. And so it's almost like this pain and this suffering is like your alarm in the morning that's just buzzing and it's annoying and it's it's frustrating and it's a constant reminder. And so this pain and this suffering that you and I can are going through is almost like this alarm that declares to us that we cannot receive this belonging, this purpose, this security, this understanding, this acceptance, and this love. It declares to us in different ways because it's meticulous. And so it may say to you that you will never be understood. It may say to you that you are not worthy of love. It may say to you that you are your diagnosis, that that is all who you will be. That is all you will ever know. And so many of us can walk around with this identity within our no. We can say to ourselves and to others, and we can not just say, but in our actions, in our actual foundational beliefs in our heart, we can believe that our diagnosis, we can believe that our diagnosis, that the no that we have been given is somehow who we are. But the reality is, the truth is, that it's not. It's not. In Christ, it is not. It has been broken. We have been set free from, from, the, from our identity being solely defined by the description of the things that I mentioned in the beginning. So does that mean our sexuality, our personality, our physicality, our likes and dislikes, our ethnicity, the relationships we have, the diagnosis that we've been given isn't part of who we are? No, but it means that it will not be the definer of who we are. It will not be the dictator of how we live our lives. Will it affect us? Of course, of course. Will there be limitations? Of course. That's why we mourn. But it does not ultimately define us. If you know my story at all from previous things that I've done, you'll know that something that I've said is that there was a shift for me where when I gave my life to Jesus, I, I almost transferred my identity from being, a sick from being a sick kid to being a saved sick kid. And what I mean by that is to say that even though I had Jesus and I received the forgiveness, I became a son in him. 
I still very much identified my story with my diagnosis. And what ended up happening was so much of my life was still being defined by my sickness as opposed to being defined by who I am in him. You see, our, our security, our belonging, our acceptance, our love ultimately has to be found in Him if we are going to live in the fullness of life that He paid for us to live in. And here's something that I've seen, and I've, I've seen it in my own life, and I have heard it from brothers and sisters who are going through similar things as you and I, and that is that our pain and our suffering, this know that we've been given can actually rob us and wound us from the experiencing the things that God has for us. And so there's something that happens. If you remember in earlier episodes, I said that there's spider webs and there's coping mechanisms, but we have to deal with the spider and, and how do we fundamentally do that? We need an encounter with Jesus. And how do we have this encounter? We have it through creating space and there's different ways that we do that. And you can go back and see that if you need to. But what can happen in the moments of creating space often this has happened for me and for many others is the holy spirit will bring to the surface situations that have happened in our past that basically define and dictated our understanding of acceptance of belonging of love of x y and z and what the holy spirit is so brilliantly intentionally and gently and kindly doing in these moments when we create space is he can the spirit can speak to those moments and actually bring healing and wholeness and truth into those moments because you and I through the pain and suffering that we have gone through there has been through our circumstances lies that we have believed about who we are there have been lies that we believe about where we are going or who God is or how we relate to God and so when we create space often what can happen whether it be through the safe people through silence and solitude through praising through meditating on the word whatever it may be in that moment the spirit can highlight lies that we have believed about ourselves or about God and what he will do is he'll bring truth and wholeness and life into that situation and so in the places that we have felt rejection Jesus shows us how we have actually found acceptance in him in the places that we've looked for significance for meaning for for life to matter He'll show us how ultimately in Him we can find those things. Now, what's amazing about this is that it's incredibly personal, intimate, and intentional. It is like a tailored suit right to your measurement. Jesus wants to speak to you in the ways that you hear, in the ways that He has designed you to hear from Him. And so I can't sit here and have this conversation with you and tell you the things that the Father wants to speak to you about within the wounds that you have experienced. But what I can say and what I need to say in this moment is that I want you to know that as you create space and as you are seeking that encounter, those revelations of who He is and who you are, the Father very well likely will actually bring up these wounds and in these, in these circumstances, these traumatic events, these whatever 
whatever they are. And he may speak to you about the lies that were infused or put into your DNA in that moment. And the reason why he's doing this is because he wants to see you live in full freedom. It's a beautiful transformation that can happen through the revelation of who he is and who we are. But there are circumstances in our life that have gotten in the way of that or have spoken lies into that through the enemy who seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. And I believe really when we suffer the way that you and I have, if you're that person that I'm speaking to, is really fundamentally it it can go against these things that we are meant to have in him it can steal our experience it can try to steal our experience but the reality is there is freedom in jesus christ alone he has broken every chain we do not have to be a slave to our identity or to what the world says we have to be defined by we don't have to be a slave to it jesus has brought freedom into these moments and into these spaces. And can I let you know too, I should say that the Holy Spirit and Jesus is the Father, the the great shepherd. The the Spirit will not overwhelm you. The Spirit will bring specific moments and specific times when you're ready to hear it. And it's not something that you can force. It's something that the Spirit naturally does um, in His intentional way. And so I'm not here to say you need to deal with all these wounds all at once. No, the Holy Spirit will lead you through this. What I really felt for me uh, for me to say in this episode is just to give clarity for some of you who maybe are new to this uh, practice and into these rhythms of creating space and needing encounter in this whole conversation that we've been having. I just want to give uh, give you heads up that in this process, you may find that certain stories of your past come to the surface through the time that you spend with Jesus. And I just want to encourage you to know that the Father will speak to you about these wounds to bring healing and wholeness. And so if these things are brought up and it's bringing shame and embarrassment and condemnation You need to know that that is not Jesus. That is not God's word over your life. That is not the truth that he wants you to live in. And that is why I think it's so important that we are connected to safe people and to a community of believers that can help us in this walk process these things within the context of that we talked about where like the whole safe thing that I'm not going to get into in this moment. Um, So yeah, so I just wanted to kind of bring to you this other... uh, element within this process within this journey that can happen as we create space so essentially what i'm saying to you is that our identity is not rested in our diagnosis or in the know that we have been given our identity is anchored and secured in something so much deeper and something so much beautiful something that's way more beautiful than the circumstance and the situation and the pain that we are going through And God wants to make that real to you in an intentional way, personal. And and so, yeah, so just uh, as we create space, expect the Father to speak to you about these things and know that He is the great shepherd. He is trustworthy. He is our refuge. Um, And I hope that you are able to find healing and wholeness in Him alone and that you know who you are as a son, and as a daughter in him today. Be encouraged. Well, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope something in this has encouraged you. If you're wanting to stay up to date on these episodes, the best way to do that is to subscribe to this channel on whatever platform you're listening to. If you're wanting to watch these clips, 
uh, and in more content and resources, you can find that at the JMP cast on Instagram and Facebook. I hope that you have an awesome day.